This is The E-Commerce Leader, a show just for you, the owner of a thriving online business. In this bite-sized episode, Jason and Kyle share a practical tip that every e-commerce leader should know. Let's jump in. You want me to jump in on that? Jump in. I want, okay. you, to, I want you to fire fire away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that it is an important difference. Um, you know, the question is, when should you start sending traffic to an, a listing online? Whether it's on Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Pixie Fair, any, any sure. marketplace, or your own Shopify site. When do you send traffic? And the short answer is, as soon as you have a listing up, right. Right. you should ask yourself the question, am I, here's the primary question. Am I, as the seller, responsible for how many visitors land on my product page? And I would suggest you should say yes to that. You're responsible. Because the organic traffic that, let's say, Amazon sends to your listing, great, fine, whatever. You're still responsible because if you set your product up properly, you're going to rank for the search results in Amazon. But so traffic, you should start as soon as you have products. Now, how do you send traffic? Uh to your product, you know, beyond just the organic uh, search results in Amazon. Well, AMS services mm-hmm. is one thing, um, but there are other traffic strategies. Of course, you can do paid ads to your mm-hmm. listing. Um, you'll have to decide whether that makes sense given the nature of what you're selling. Yeah. Um, so, so that's one piece of this topic. The other piece though, that's completely different in a way is when do you build an audience? Right for your work. And to me, that's different from just traffic, mercenary traffic strategies. Um, And so, and that question I think is uh, answered when you say, do I have a niche that I'm operating in? Mm -hmm. And is that niche, you know, can I attract an audience of people around selling to them um, in a logical way. I mean, is there a reason you would, uh, would build a, an audience and a tribe people call it Stu McLaren's, you know, tribe is famous. Um, and, and that audience, then you'll have something to sell to them for the long term. And I think you do that as soon as you have a niche that you're operating. in. so even if you have 20 different products, you're testing, if they're all in the pet brand space or aquarium supplies or, you know, gardening supplies or whatever, then you've got the opportunity to build an audience and the audience building tools are things like an email list, um, social media around the topic, you know, like a Facebook group for the topic, an Instagram account for the topic. You don't even have to have a brand, right? You know, you can just be, you know, like the bird, uh, you know, watchers of America, Instagram account. And if you know you've got bird-related, you know, watching supplies coming down the pipeline, then you right, can build right, right. up that, that audience. So I think that's kind of how I look at it. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Does that make sense? No, I, I totally agree. I think once you sort of understand who your audience is and who you want to sell to and be a part of, because part, I think, of selling a product, even on Amazon, really comes down to building a relationship as much as you can. Yeah. Um, through a third-party platform with yeah. your with your customer, and that is predicated on you understanding what they need. Yeah, and so the the clearer you get understanding who your audience is and who you are in relationship to them, yeah, like how do you fit into the ecosystem uh, for them and solving their problem with your product and how your brand serves them. Yep, that's that's what's going to be able to allow you to to build the foundation of building an audience because you're yeah. going to have hopefully something to say. 
yep. uh, to them and provide value to them beyond just the transaction transactional nature of a product. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that's totally right. And sometimes the answer is, I don't want an audience full of the, my customers. Sure. I don't really want them to know me and I don't want to know them. And if that's the case, then you can still drive traffic without right. building an audience. And so, but I mean, I think it's important for sellers to think that through. Um, yeah. And you might say, well, what's the difference uh, in terms of tactics? Well, one tactic, of course, that's popular um, is to do a giveaway. Amazon mm -hmm. gives you the tool to do that. Sure. Uh, giveaways, are, I mean, that's their sanctioned method of right, right, boosting right. your participation in, sell, in terms of selling something. So, so do a giveaway. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's uh, mercenary-like in many ways. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so th those are the ideas. You know, doing an audience, then you'd want to really say, how do I repeat conversations with them over and over? Mm -hmm. Email list building, many chat list building, Facebook groups. Uh, Instagram followers, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so hopefully that makes sense. I mean, I, I think that answers the question. When do you start building traffic? Immediately. Yep. When do you start building an audience? When you have a niche yeah. that you want to, that you, you know, want to camp in for the long yeah. term. Yeah. And, and honestly, having that audience will make your product ranking, launching process so much easier oh, yeah that's why you like, do it that's why yeah. i mean you're gonna send if you have an email list of 20 30 100,000 people and you're ready to hit the go button to launch the product on yeah. amazon like you're building in not only traffic but trusted traffic hopefully people that know like and trust you that are willing that have already bought from you before that want to buy from you again that love your brand that love your products and you yeah. are firing that off and running that it's going to give you a competitive advantage um, absolutely when you launch it for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Well, hopefully this makes sense. Hopefully this helps tune up the, uh, the thinking a little bit in terms of, you know, if you're on a marketplace, you know, I think the main takeaway I would say is if you're on a marketplace, don't say to yourself, I don't have the responsibility to yeah. think about traffic or audience until I build a Shopify site. Right. I think the clients that we have that we work with that are successful have thought about that from the very beginning. And yeah. then the sh step towards Shopify is so much easier because yep. they're not trying to build a Shopify site and build all of their audience uh, tools. So that's, the, I think, exactly. the primary takeaway. So. 100%. You, you, yeah. can, you cannot abdicate any responsibility for your business to anybody or any right. organization, right? Like you can't say Amazon's responsible for my traffic. Yeah. That's a mistake because yeah. Amazon, if you give Amazon responsibility for your traffic, then you also are giving them the power over it. And whenever they decide, nope, I don't want to do that, or someone else is producing better uh, in terms of conversion rate than you, guess what? You're just going to drop yeah. in the organic and Amazon's not going to care. Yeah. Like, Amazon doesn't care whether your product yeah. is selling on their platform or not. They just want to drive sales through it. Yeah. Well, this is fantastic stuff, man. So if you're watching this and you want help with these types of tactics and strategies, of course, the Inner Circle program. Uh, it's available for you to jump into at winningonshopify.com. Mm -hmm. You can see it uh, in the menu there and then the opportunity to join. Uh, and then we also have one-on-one -on -one coaching that Kyle and I do. Yep. We work every day with coaching clients to solve these problems related to traffic, branding, Shopify, sales channel tactics. Uh, the list goes on and on. And we have a blast doing it. We basically hold people accountable. We educate and train people on new techniques. And then we also serve as a cheerleader and try to just encourage people. Being a solopreneur can be a lonely biz. Mm -hmm. And so we work hard to really come alongside people 
and celebrate their wins with them and um, really bring as much value as we can to their e-commerce experience. So yeah, one-on-one coaching is an option. It's by application only. Um, and so you apply and then we have a 30 minute conversation and uh, we'll make sure it's a good fit for you and also a good fit for Kyle and I that we can really add value. And uh, we have, uh, you know, frequently I would say, well, we, we have um, said to prospective clients, it's just not the right time or we're not a good fit because we, you know, we, we will come across people who, and, and we'll be honest about it and say, you know, we don't think we can add value at this point with where you're at. But uh, we would love to have that conversation regardless and work through whether that makes sense or not for you. And so feel free to hit us up on winningonshopify.com for uh, that uh, application for coaching as well. So awesome. Good times, man. Good times. All right. See you guys later. Thank you, sir. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the e-commerce leader. Hey, don't forget to subscribe because when you do, you'll get notified. And next time you log into your podcast player, you'll see our latest episode nestling at the top of your lists. Thanks again for listening.